good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, depending on the time that you're tuning into my podcast. I'm Kaya Von Williams, and this is Failing in Love. Y'all know how I tell y'all about my dating life or my dating escapades. I tell you about, you know, just, just listen to season one, season two. You, you know what I'm talking about. New listeners, go to my old catalog. I've, I've been in some weird situations, man. I want to say the word I want to use is precarious. If that's even the word of the day for my little word of the day dictionary that's around here somewhere. Um, and I really don't discriminate. Uh, I'll say this, and you know, hopefully it doesn't sound wrong, but I'm just, just telling my truth. I have dated all types of women, well, scratch that, all races of women, except for white women. I've, I've never dated white women. I don't think I'm racist. I think it's more of a preference. Uh, if the right type of white woman came around, maybe. And I know you're like, fuck, God, that's horrible. Why would you say some shit like that? Because, motherfucker, let's be real. Everybody has preferences. If you don't say you have preferences, you are a liar. The truth is not in you. And I think your family hates you, okay? Because you're nothing but a liar always staring up some bullshit. But, uh, no. So, uh, I uh, went to one of my associates' events. He's always doing stuff for, like, artists in the neighborhood, uh, in the community. And Nashville has a very big arts community. And uh, I swear, if that's somebody at my door again, it's, like, the scariest shit. I have cameras. Like, I, I have a little cabin. But I have cameras, like, all outside. You know what I mean? And uh, for me, it's scary as shit when I get a notification that someone's at your front door, someone's at your back door, someone's at Rooster's window, someone's at your window. And it's just like a cat or some shit. I'm like, how, how sensitive are these monitors? Or how scared am I? Because I watch all these horror films by myself uh, up late at night with the herbal essence knowing damn well that I am in a cabin in the woods. <laughs> so, anyway, back to what I was saying. So, my associate was throwing this event for, like, artists in the Nashville area, uh, musicians, painters, uh, authors, right? Just almost any sort of art you could think of. A contortionist, all that shit, right? And he was like, yeah, Kai, come down, man. I think you'll kind of be your scene. Or not. I don't care. I mean, you're the one who said you need to meet people in this city that's actually doing things. So, you know, like, like a fish, I, I bite. I bite the bait, right? So, here's the thing about me, okay? If I'm not coming to see my family, uh, close friends and loved ones, uh, my kids, of course, I really don't like getting out like that unless it's a concert from one of my favorite musicians or a comedy show from one of my favorite comedians, a movie from one of my favorite actors. Instead of watching at home, I'm actually going to go buy a ticket and see it. Or Denver Broncos football, baby, you know. So I'm like, okay, cool. But when I go out, I try to look nice. You know what I mean? I try to look presentable because uh, you know how they used to have those little 
memes or ads on Facebook. You'd be like, get you a man that can do both. Like, he'll be wearing sweatpants and a t-shirt. His dad bought it out. And then he'll throw on something like, damn, my brother's super clean. Yeah, I'm kind of like that. Like, 80% of the time, I look like some dusty hobo who'll be begging for change. But that 20% of the time, that 20% of the time, I am a beast, you hear me? But, uh, <laughs> I really need to put this strain down. Um, so anyway, I get dressed up, you know, I go, I throw in a couple of accessories, you know, a nice little chain, watch, and, uh, not really peacocking, but, you know, if, if, if I strike the right woman's eye, you know, I may tickle her fancy. So, anyway, I go here, and it's not the turnout I'm expecting, right? So, let me preface what I'm failing in. I am failing in feminine, masculine energy. So... I'm at the event or whatever. I'm about to leave. And this young woman who I would say identifies with the LGBTQ community as a stud or a stem. Look it up. Ask your parents what it means. All right. Uh, she stops me. She's like, hey, yo, uh, I just want to talk to you for a second. And I think you're sexy. You know, the, the shirt is doing it. You know, the, the jury. Oh, man. Like, what, what is that? Can I touch it? Like, watch man it's crazy i'm thinking you know, i'm always on guard like man excuse my language this bitch better not try to rob me i'm gonna knock out yourself but uh she wasn't just giving me compliments and i was like well thank you i appreciate it uh you know i'm about to head out you know i got some stuff that i need to do she's like wait 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 before you leave you know how about you get my number i'm like well if memory serves me correctly Cause my short-term memory is shit, right? But like, if there's something that happened within a few weeks ago, I remember that shit like it happened just five seconds ago. And uh, I was like, no, because when I was gonna host an event, I was talking to you and you were very rude to me about, you know, your, your food cart and, you know, you getting it started. It's like, oh, my bad, I was having a bad day, and, you know, hopefully you don't judge me off one bad day, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, it's cool, you know, whatever. So then she's like, uh, but yeah, though, like, uh, what you trying to do when you leave here? And I'm like, shit, I, you know, I got a, got a project I need to work on. I got the script I need to write. Uh, I'm going to do a, a few auditions and, you know, I'm going to work on my podcast. Uh, I'm child free this week. She's like, oh, for real? So a whole week without a kid? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. How can I occupy some of that time? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I don't I don't even know you. And honestly, I don't even know what to call you. Ma'am, sir, it's ma'am. So she's like, hey, don't be disrespectful. Don't put me in a box like that. I'm a woman and I got needs. So, me talking to you, maybe I'm trying to get that need fulfilled. I'm like, what? Like, she's coming to me like I'm a straight chick, right? I'm like, well, good luck with that. She's like, all you got to do is give me a chance, baby. I can change the world. So, I get in my car. I'm like, all right, yeah, you can change the world. So, I'm driving back, and that line stuck in my head. Baby, give me a chance. I can change the world. Change the world. Change the world. 
So uh, she hit me up like one of my homeboys would. It was like, hey, Kai, what you up to? <laughs> hey, Kai, what you up to? And I'm like, man, who is this? Like, such and such. Like, oh, okay. What's up, such and such? Like, shit, I just want to know if you want to kick it. I'm like, look, first, here's, here's what I'm going to need. I'm going to need you to take some of that bass out your voice talking to me because it, it's, it's, it's confusing and it's weird, okay? And she kind of changed it as, like, the conversation was going on and she was having, like, a, a sweeter, softer voice, you know what I mean? And um, she was like, well, you know, one thing about uh, my stand is, like, I really don't have good help you know I need to get this and this and this I'm like well I'm kind of handy maybe I can come down and help you you know I'm not really doing shit till later on today anyway she's like you'll help me I'm like yeah I'll help you and she's like oh okay so I'm down there and you know I'm helping to get the cart together and put up stuff and adhesive and moving stuff and screwing on valves and all this stuff and we talking listening to music she is mad cool like real cool kind of funny or whatever and then uh she's like you smoke I'm like yeah a little bit but you know I don't smoke and drive I'm not one of those people she's like well are you in a rush to leave do I intimidate you I'm like no you don't fucking intimidate me like why why do you because I guess because you're used to dealing with women like I'm not intimidated by men or women I'm not intimidated I just you know I got I got shit to do I'm not the type of person to stay sanitary in one place, especially if I'm in like an unfamiliar area. She's like, man, just relax. You cool? You safe with me? <laughs> you, you you safe? I'm like, I'm not concerned about my safety, ma'am. She's like, why do you gotta say ma'am so hard? Because you're a woman, okay? Now remember what we was talking about earlier. You don't have to feel like you need to protect me. I come from an era where we protect women and children, okay? So if anybody should say anybody is safe around anybody, you are safe around me. And she's like, all right then, yes sir. And then she took that that bass out of her voice and she was having like a sweet voice again. So um, any rate, you know, uh, we departed. I left, because remember, ladies and gentlemen, boundaries are always important. Mean what you say and say what you mean. And don't let anybody try to convince you otherwise, because again, it, it's it's a delicate dance. You know, when somebody's getting to know you, they're trying to see, okay, if I put this out there, what I pick that up? If I put that out there, what I pick that up? No, stand your ground, know who you are, no, be firm. And uh, so at any rate, she was like, uh, hey, there's this club. Uh, that you know I'm going to be working outside of you know selling my wares you mind coming down it's like a week later and I was like uh, I really don't do clubs she's like oh you don't do gay clubs I was like no nah, it's not that I really just don't do clubs period she's like well don't worry it ain't no gay club I'm pretty sure there's going to be some gay motherfuckers in there but I was like if I got time you know I'll, I'll come there right now pause real quick before anybody say some shit like ah why you bashing her why you doing this why you doing that I like my women soft 
kind of dorky, funny, spiritual. Like I, I, I really, I bathe in feminine energy. You know what I mean? Like that refreshes my soul and my spirit. It can be quiet feminine energy. Like she doesn't even have to really say anything. It's just the way she moves and smells and looks at me and her body sings. You know what I mean? And it's just, you know how you know that somebody's not ready for you. I knew that this young woman wasn't ready for me, but she she seemed like a cool person. But let me just put that out there. Ladies, if you met a dude who was like, well, until I trust her, then I can show my masculine energy to her. Does that shit make sense to you? If I'm all like, hey, baby, what's going on? Like, hey, can you put some bass in your voice? Nah, I'm not really, you know, sure that I'm comfortable around you just yet. So once I get comfortable around you, then maybe we can, you know, see where it goes. And then maybe my voice will get a little bit deeper. And then I'll talk normal because I'm comfortable around you. To me, that felt like a defense mechanism. That felt like there was some unresolved trauma that she got there. So you got to kind of look for traps when people aren't fully developed. So I don't want y'all to take away from this that, oh man, Kai Vaughn's just being a dick because this woman in the LGBTQ community was trying to get at him and he's a homophobic person. Trust me, truly knew me. That's not the case at all. But it's just also when you're, when someone is trying to And it feels weird even saying this, but when someone is trying to court you, because I'm the male, the male is supposed to court the female. But she was so used to trying to get women, when she came to try and talk to a dude, she, she was so used to having that masculine energy. You know what I mean? Which was a total turnoff for a relationship, but cool for one of my homeboys. But you gotta think, all my homeboys know that, man, Kai's always busy. We'll see that brother when we see him. Oh, uh, well, he's in Alabama doing what? He, he's in Illinois doing what? You just got back from where? Man, when did you go to Texas? I didn't even know. Because I don't tell people my moves, my whereabouts. Unless it's like involving my children or whatever, and I have to make arrangements. Nobody needs to know where I'm at because, for one, I'm single. I don't have anybody to answer to. And honestly, as I'm getting older, I'm really enjoying that freedom. Because again, I've only been in like five relationships. So it's like now being older, being able to move how I want to move and do more things without really, not saying lacking accountability, but someone to report to. You know, um, not trying to say too much about my finances, but I have irons in many different fires. You know what I mean? Or was it multiple irons and fires? However, I, I got a lot of shit going on. And, like, things need to be tended to at times. My homeboys understand that. You know, if it's your birthday or your kid's graduation or bar mitzvah or baptism or, you know, uh, you, y'all having a baby, y'all renewing your vows, your birthday... I try my best to be there for those milestones in your life. Or if you're really down, like you're really down in the dumps, I try my best to reach out to you, try to schedule a time for us to like kick it. You know what I mean? Because that's the way the male brain thinks. 
if you know one of my homeboys is like hey man we ain't kicked it in a minute like shit yeah I know man uh shit what, what, what you doing next Wednesday shit next Wednesday uh my daughter got taekwondo okay cool 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 uh Tuesday after that oh that could work nah that's the week I got rooster uh and we'll try to like man fuck it we'll get up when we get up alright man hit me up and then we'll like you know message or go to social media or something and with women and y'all can you know comment or whatever email me let me know what you think but with women they want a level of accountability like uh you know she'll text us like hey what you up to I'm like oh I'm out of town well where are you at my first response is like why the fuck does it matter <laughs> but it's like women deserve that sort of information like that that's how they process shit or whatever and it's just like to move with me or to be with me you have to be a certain type of woman there has to be certain certain levels you've already achieved in your life certain credentials already on your shelf you know what I mean and I'm not trying to sound like a dick you know I'm not trying to sound like I'm better than anybody but I mean that's what leads us to you know, dangerous situation or bad situation or situation where you're not happy, which is dating below your station. You know, like, uh, one thing that I feel a lot of people do, like, let, let, let's just, we're just talking about Joe Generic here, okay? Oh, man, well, you know, she uh, she got a fat ass. Okay, well, what's her heart like, man? She go to church or anything, man? I don't even know. How many kids she got? Oh, man. Uh, she got two kids. Also, her kids stay with her. No, nah, uh, you know, one of them stay with her. And her, her mother got the other one, uh, you know, because she can't be around that one baby daddy. Well, why can't she? Like, what, what, what type of problems they have? It's like you have to ask questions before you get involved with these people. But a lot of people, they're just worried about the outside. And I will say this about that young woman. I feel if she was to dress as a heterosexual woman, I think she would be very attractive. You know, there's like videos on Facebook where, you know, you have studs or stems, you know, that wear, they rock their normal dude gear or whatever. And then they'll wear that feminine stuff or whatever. They'll tap into that feminine energy. That's cool. I like that. But that's what I need from my woman. I understand my woman want to wear t-shirts and sweats or whatever sometimes. Cool. That's cool. But I can't mess with somebody who wear the same type of drawers as me. And call it what you want because like we live in an age where if you speak your mind and you talk about your biases or you know what your preferences are, everybody, what's wrong? She could be the best thing that ever happened to you if you would have gave her a chance. Yeah, maybe, but there's shit she needs to do to get a chance with me. Do you date or fuck every motherfucker that like you or coming in contact with you? If so, you can contact Matthew at uh, BetterHelp. He's my therapist. He needs to help you out with that because you got some shit in your mind you need to clear it out. Because that is very unhealthy. You know, lots of people like me because I'm a likable person. There are some people that just don't like me. They think my charisma is arrogant. They think that my uh, 
my like I'm, I'm opinionated or whatever but I often keep my opinions to myself unless you ask me and I usually don't go with the status quo you know I've, I've always believed in individualism you know what I mean it could be a group of people like oh man F this they doing this to all of us and when has it happened to you well it could have happened to me but did it happen to you well it could have happened to my son yeah it, it could have we're talking about this one situation right here that's dealing with you. Did it happen to you? No. Let's get the facts first. I've always been like that. You know what I mean? So, back to how I was saying that, oh, I've, I've never dated white women or whatever. I've had friends who's dated white women and married white women and a lot of the stories and even though these are individuals and this is how I collect my data or whatever it, and it's like I can't say that every black guy who I know who's married a white woman the shit has ended poorly I can say that the black men that I know personally who've dated white women and had children by them there was a point where that woman's father was so angry with his daughter that he didn't fool with her for a while. He didn't see that baby for a little bit. Or when he did see the baby, or he brought the baby around, he's looking at the baby like it's an animal or some shit. I would lose my mind in that place. I couldn't be that dude. You, you can't look at my baby and be like, uh, look what you did, Brittany. He brought half of one of them things in here. And, excuse me, I know times have changed, but they haven't changed that much in that perspective. I'm talking about men who are like 40 to 30 still having to deal with this young woman who loves this man for who he is, dealing with the father who's like, yeah, he has a good job, and yeah, he's not a troublemaker, and yeah... He's this, but you know what? <coughs> Excuse me. Man, but you know what? He is a black. Why did she have to get with a black? And saying that, saying the emphasis on the B and the K is like, Jesus, man. You know, so it wouldn't be like, I'm prejudiced. Like, I'm not prejudging that situation. What I am doing, I'm making a hypothesis, which is an educated guess. Because I have dated, you know, the women I've dated long term, they've all had a portion of black or African American or African in them. You know, they may be African and Asian or African American and Mexican American or, you know, just whatever the mixes were. There was some cultural understanding of their cultural identity. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, well, you know, this and this. And I feel that a lot of biracial children, they identify as black because the other side really don't accept them like that. And, and that, for me, that's what kept me away. So that's why I feel like everybody has their preferences. I feel like everybody should have their right to that and that's like if and again I've, I've never dated a white woman 
But let's say we hanging out, having a good time, joking, laughing, all this stuff. And she said to me, I really like you, but I think my dad hates you. Like, you know what? You're right. This conversation's over. You know what I mean? I enjoyed the time we had together, but thank you for letting me know ahead of time so I wouldn't have to endure what I already thought was going to happen. Now, I said all that to say this. I seen the signs of this young woman having trauma and it's not resolved. And I un- un- unwillingly or unwittingly, I heal people because I'm, I'm just a nice person. I have a positive outlook on life. So they'll see that and they'll try to take that. You know, like, oh, well, he's happy. He's healed. He's doing well. Let me latch on to him real quick. And it's like, shit, well, you you bringing me down. And to quote the great Muhammad Ali, a man who's the same man at 40 as he was at 20 wasted 20 years of his life. So I'm not going to go through some bullshit so society would be like, look at Kyvon Williams dating that woman who was a member of the LGBTQ, cleaning her up, making sure she got in touch with her feminine energy after all the hurt and pain and the trauma that she's been through. And look at him just happy. Nah, man. Nah, I'm not. I'm old. I don't got time for this shit. I don't. You know what I mean? I, I don't. I, I don't. I'm, I'm not doing it. And I think that's what's wrong with a lot of people today. They, 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 they virtue signal. Look at me. Look at what I've done. I, I, I do so much. I would like to follow those motherfuckers home and get fly on and see how they really feel about stuff. I remember, I'm not going to say dude's name. We're just going to call him Hank. I knew this cat named Hank. White dude. He, he wore, he tucked his, his polos into his slacks. Always wore a watch. Nice, he very, very manicured man, very uh, even keel. Like he had an unbelievable equanimity about him. Like dude was so even in like the wildest chaos in the office. Like in the office, like it's chaos at work. But I'm just saying, he had this evenness about him all the time. And uh, people would say things. And like there was this group of women, and this is back when I used to be a uh, in an insurance processor. An insurance, uh, God can't talk. An insurance claims processor, and uh, you know these these women they'll be really loud and talking and bitch, da da da, ooh, no, you didn't suck his dick, like really loud. And yes, I did. That N word was this and this and this. And Hank would come over and be like, "Ladies, can you keep your voices down? And can you not use that sort of profanity in the workplace?" And one of the chicks was like. N-word, what'd you say? And he got so red. He's like, please don't call me that. And she was like, what? N-word? And they laughing. And I see his face getting redder and redder. I'm thinking, is Hank about to shoot this place up? I wonder, was he offended that someone black was calling him the N-word? I was wondering... If he was so upset that a black person with everything we endured still used the N-word, or was he upset that he was being called an N-word by an N-word that he felt better than? I 
I don't know, man. And I wish I was a fly on the wall. And the, the best part of me is like, I'm thinking hate was like, God, that was such a dirty word. Like, why would she disrespect herself and her friends by doing that? This country has a long way to go. Or was he punching holes in drywall? How dare that N-word call me an N-word, that filthy N-word? Ah! I don't know. And uh, what I do know is uh, if you put God first, you'll never be last. Hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. It was it was kind of all over the place, but that's where my energy's at right now. It's just in a weird space, man. It's like, I think I'm going to give up on dating. I, I, I think I'm done. I think I'm done. I, I, I think I'm done. Yeah. Because the celibacy thing is cool. Like, I'm not even missing sex anymore. I'm, I'm not missing it. I'm not tugging on my ball and chain. None of that. I think I might just... I think I might just quit dating all y'all. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Y'all have a good evening now, you hear? <laughs> all right, until next time. Peace.